Jesus wept. Why did Jesus weep? Lazarus died, but he knew that he was going to raise Lazarus from the dead. So I've been pondering that this week. He, he hurt with those who hurt, I think. And he hurts with us today when we hurt. John eleven twenty eight through 37. Jesus wept. Verse 35, incidentally, is the shortest verse in the Bible when we had to memorize verses as children. This was the one everyone fought for. John eleven thirty five. 35. I'm going to start reading verse 28. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary. So that was Martha. She went and called her sister Mary saying quietly, the teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she rose quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village. What village? Bethany? But was still in the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw Mary rise quickly and go out, they followed her, supposing that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Then Mary, when she came where Jesus was and saw him, fell at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Martha said the same thing up in verse 21. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was deeply moved in spirit and troubled. And he said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Pray with me. Father, as we come this evening, just to to plumb the depths of your compassion, to know how much you love us, how aware you are of the things that are happening around us, of our needs and wants and desires. Father, bless, bless us as we, as we think this evening and draw us closer to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Less than two weeks ago was 9-11. I bet every one of you remembers exactly where you were, what you were doing on 9-11-2001. It was a day that changed our lives forever. I remember Rayburn called me over to the Family Life Center. It was a little after 9 a.m. and told me that a plane had hit the World Trade Center. And I assumed it was a little private plane that had experienced some kind of mechanical difficulties. It never occurred to me in my wildest imagination that someone would purposely fly a plane into a building. So we watched there in the weight room. That was the only TV in the Family Life Center at the time that had a, a news channel. We watched in disbelief as the second plane hit and then news of a third plane at the Pentagon and then a fourth plane in a field in Pennsylvania. And all I could think about that morning, I was trying to calculate in my mind how many how many people have been killed at Pearl Harbor? 2,500, 3,000, and just estimating how many, how many? 3,011. How many people could have possibly been killed in those Twin Towers, thinking that if it was a business day after 9, 9 a.m., there could have been 20 or 30,000 people in those two buildings, 10 times the number of Pearl Harbor. 
And then the word came that it was possibly the organized terror plot funded by Osama bin Laden. And rage began to build up in our nation. And I couldn't sort through it. I'm a Christian. And yet, if I had seen Osama bin Laden, I wouldn't have hesitated to pull a trigger. How does that fit into my faith? Where was God in all of that? I know all the usual answers that the final chapter on the world has not been written, that God will bring good in the end and set all things right. I know we can say that on the final day of judgment, justice will be meted out accordingly. And at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. I know all that. But as a Christian, we have to deal with the fact that that God is good and planes fly into buildings and explode and balls of fire and thousands of people are killed. Tens of thousands, even in our world today, are grieving and driven into war to stop that kind of terrorism where it now is and prevent it from coming to our shores. And what about what's happening around the world today? Thousands of people are living in squalid refugee camps living out their remaining sad days, lingering painful lives of death. And yet we still proclaim that God is good. How can we say that God is good in the face of that kind of tragedy? Does he understand? Does he care? Does he rule? The scriptures answer all our questions with a single answer. Jesus wept. Does God know? Does he understand? Jesus wept. What is this account of Lazarus' death trying to teach us? Well, I want you to know in one respect it makes us know for sure that God knows. And that's the first thing I want you to know tonight is that God knows. God knows in times of tragedy what will happen. In verse 4, when Jesus is told that Lazarus is sick, he says the sickness is not unto death, for it is for the glory of God, so that the Son of God may be glorified by the means of it. God knows what's going to happen. In verse 11, Jesus says, Our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I will go awake him out of his sleep. The disciples don't get it. They think that that Jesus thinks Lazarus is just asleep and he's going to go wake him up. But Jesus says, No. Verse 14, Lazarus is dead. And for your sake, I'm glad that I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Why? What's going to happen? What's Jesus going to do? It's clear Jesus knows what is going on in Bethany. He tells Martha, your brother will rise again. God and his son knows what's going to happen. He knows. Isn't it comforting to know that when tragedy happens, God, it doesn't surprise God. Even if they exasperate and anger and frustrate you and I, his people, God knows. Look how Martha reacted in verse 21. Martha said, Lord, if you would have been here, my brother would not have died. How about that? That same sentence contains faith and blame. Lord, I believe you could have done it, but you weren't here. And Mary says the same thing. Just a few verses down. God, we believe you're able, so where were you? And we ask those questions. Where were you when that drunk driver crossed the center line? Where were you when cancer struck my family? 
where were you when I lost that business deal that was going to make my family secure? Where were you when the Twin Towers fell, Lord? There's no immediate answer in our text. It doesn't say Jesus was outside of town for a particular reason, although it does say an interesting verse. Verse 6, when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Have you ever noticed that? He heard Lazarus was sick in Bethany, so what does he do? He stays two days longer where he is. God says, I'm not surprised. He just wants us to know he knows and that helps. God isn't ignorant of what's going to happen. As a matter of fact, he says what has happened will be for his glory and for good. So, so then why does Jesus cry? Because Lazarus has died. Lazarus, Jesus' friend, has died. And so Jesus weeps. And I think what Jesus is weeping over is not just the fact that Lazarus died, but he reminds us that death is, is the destruction of a good plan that God originally had, the way he made this world. And it reminds Jesus that sin has corrupted this world. Sin that will require even the death of God's own son to make things right again. And in the meantime, God's people are going to experience suffering and pain and death because our world is fallen and the prince of darkness for a little while is going to have his way. And that's upsetting enough that even Jesus sheds tears over it. Did you follow that? I think Jesus cried because Lazarus' death was just a reminder of sin's presence in this world. And so he cries. Are there certain, certain movies you watch at Christmas? I watch It's a Wonderful Life a couple times every Christmas. And I know how it's going to end. I know George Bailey's going to come out okay and his friends are going to rally around him and Clarence is going to get his wings, although Stephen Woodham would tell you that's not how angels get wings. And yet, in spite of knowing the outcome, I get upset when the pharmacist boxes young George's ears and makes it bleed and Mr. Martini gets kicked out of, the out of the bar into the gutter, and Mary tells George to get out of the house. I know how it will all end, but knowing the outcome doesn't take the hurt away. And so when we see Jesus weep, we know some things. I know I have permission to dry my tears because Christians don't have to be afraid of death like other people do. But we can weep because we know what caused death. We know why death is in our world. We know that's not the way it was meant to be. And we know Jesus had to die to overcome it. We know that death is part of the curse that we brought upon ourselves. And we can feel the sting of death and be ready to say, we don't have quick, easy answers when our loved ones die because Jesus wept. But the second thing I want you to know is that Jesus cares. Not only does God know, but God cares. How does he care? The answer is the same. How do I know he cares? Because Jesus wept, even though standing by could say that. Verse 36, the Jews said, even the Jews said, see how he loved him. It's more than, you get the idea, it's more than just a little tear puddling up in the corner of Jesus' eye. It's grief, it's obvious, palatable grief. Tears are wrenching Jesus in such a way that 
people are commenting, man, look how he must have really loved this guy. And the message for us is that God cares about what happens to us. God cares. The truth that we hold to is a person. Remember, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. So if you want to know the truth about any painful situation, if you want to know the truth about 9-11, look at Jesus. And the truth about Jesus when faced with tragedy, he wept. Does Jesus care about what happens? Does he feel it? Does he love us through it? He wept. That's all I need to know when logic fails, when all other explanations simply are not satisfying. It's enough to know that Jesus wept. And he didn't just shed tears, he shed blood too. Not long after this event in John, Jesus begins heading to the cross. And without the cross, I don't have much to say to a world in the face of tragedy. All of the logical explanations just aren't enough without the cross. But with the cross... Look at a Savior who wept for you and then went to the cross to die for you. That truth is not a proposition, it's a person. When all our answers about circumstances fail, look at Jesus and know he wept. God knows, God cares, but thirdly and finally and most importantly, God rules. Does God rule in this world? Is he still in control? The scriptures make it plain in ways that we don't always like it, that God will triumph after time. There may be a delay, but there's always a design. Wouldn't it have bothered you to be Mary and Martha in this circumstance? Look at verse it's five and six. Jesus loved Martha and her sister, and Lazarus, so when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was two days longer. In verse 17, it says, Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days. So, two days and four days, that makes it almost a week from the time Jesus heard Lazarus was ill until he finally arrived in Bethany. And all he had to do was say the word and all would be well. So this time has elapsed, this six days, and it's not fixed yet. Why the delay? Remember the context. This is, I want you to, to watch this now. Because just a few days earlier, Jesus told a parable to these same disciples. It's recorded in Luke chapter 16. It's a parable about a rich man and a poor beggar sitting at his gate. And the rich man ignores the needs of the poor man. In the afterlife, the poor man is in heaven. The, the rich man is in Hades. The rich man says to Father Abraham, would you please let that poor beggar go back to my family and tell them the consequences of their evil ways? Remember what Father Abraham says? If they would not believe Moses and the prophets, then neither would they believe even if one should come back from the dead. Do you remember the name of the poor beggar at the rich man's gate. It's Lazarus. Now here's the account of one who's raised from the dead and what's his name? Lazarus. And when he rises from the dead, everyone believes him and they all become followers of Jesus, right? No. 
Verse 53. So from that day on, they took counsel how to put him to death. (laughs) I hope the disciples put the pieces together. Jesus told us they wouldn't believe even if someone named Lazarus comes back from the dead. And a few days later, a man named Lazarus does come back from the dead and they take counsel on how to put Jesus to death. How are the disciples supposed to handle all this? I think the parable of the rich man and Lazarus is a lens to how we understand Lazarus of Bethany. And Bethany is a lens to how we understand Calvary. And Calvary is a lens to how we understand eternity and now. Jesus' triumph is going to take some time, but it will come. For he is ruling with a plan for his people that defies our ability to comprehend. And after all, he will pass this way again. In a few days, he will go through Bethany on his way to Jerusalem And the crowds are going to take off their cloaks and lay palm branches before him. And they're going to shout, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. His time has finally come. And another day they will shout, crucify him. But his time has not yet come, but it surely will. And they hang him on a cross and taunt him saying, let your angels come. But those angels don't come for his time has not yet come, but it surely will. And they put him in a tomb for three days. In three days they waited, but on Sunday morning he arose from the dead because his time had come. The promises of God will be fulfilled, and though it seems delayed to us, wait for it, for it will come. It will not be too late. It will not be too early. Jesus wept, and his tears remind us of what God has done for us. He has shown us how he is in control of the world. He is at work around us and the realities, the harshness, the terrible things that happen in life. Lazarus is dead. And to show us that God has power over death, Jesus comes to make it right. And he will raise this one to show that he has power over sin and death on a personal level. And we see it on a grander scale when Jesus rises from the dead himself. And if I had been Standing at the foot of the cross that day at Calvary, that Friday, I would have shouted, Lord, don't do this. This is wrong. But it was right. And I know it was because I looked through the tears of Jesus to see what is being accomplished is the rule of God on behalf of his people. That's why Jesus wept, so we would know he cares enough to do the right thing for us. And his rule will win out. He proves it as he overcomes the power of death to accomplish his good purpose in a fallen and sometimes terrible world. Does he know and understand? Jesus wept. Does he care? Jesus wept. Does he rule? Jesus wept. And every tear that Jesus weeps is a lens that focuses the power of God guided by love and operating on behalf of his people. So we know when we face terror and tragedy and 9-11 and hurricanes and floods that he loves us and he rules and he cares because Jesus wept for us.
Even if someone named Lazarus comes back from the dead, they still will not believe. Well, someone named Lazarus did come back from the dead, and they still did not believe. I guess the question remaining is, will we? Let's bow together. Father, you have given us every piece of evidence, every testimony we need to believe. And yet still we struggle. We see sadness. We see grief. We see terror and wrong being done by man. And we see natural evil caused by earthquakes and hurricanes and tornadoes and flooding. And we don't want to know if you care. Do you even know? Do you still have power? And we see right here in this story about Mary and Martha and a dead man named Lazarus whom you raised from the dead. God, I thank you for that assurance that you do care, you do know, and you do rule. Give us faith to trust in Jesus' name. Amen.